Welcome to Protect Our Past, where we value the historic identity of the Cape and the island so much that we love to be here at WOMR and tell everybody about it. I'm Ellen Briggs, founder and president of this nonprofit organization. And we are all about saving the historic identity, the iconic identity, I would say the soul of the Cape and Islands. Think about it. Because once it's gone, it's lost forever. And then what do you have? Well, we have an exciting new film. I am just beyond excited called Life Rings. It is beyond amazing. And you're going to have to just stay tuned to our website to see when it's going to be available for you to watch. So we'll keep you posted. In the meantime, do go to our website, protectourpast.org, and see what else we're up to. And if you need to send me a message, Simply go to info at protectourpast.org. Okay, Matt, we have a really great guest today. It's almost June. Summer's here. Let me ask, have you been to the beach yet? I have, Ellen. And? It was great to be there. Not as good to be right here, though. Oh, I know. But but we don't go barefoot here. We go barefoot on the beach. It's just a matter of time. I, I kind of prefer the barefoot part myself. But maybe you're a shoe guy. I don't know. But anyway... <laughs> So Okay, Ellen. So, yeah, Matt Holden here, um, co-host with Ellen. Uh, as usual, delighted to be back. Delighted to be a member of the WOMR listening audience. And um, we have, well, we always have special guests here, right? Yes, everyone's and, special. And our guest today is the Protector Pass admin, uh, the adjutant of POP, the uh, consigliere of POP, Rebecca Fulcher. Hello. You are the backbone of pop. <laughs> I am, but we also have a heart and soul. Ellen Briggs, our founder. And we also have our board and our advisory and our committees as well, which are also part of the function. So shout out to all of you involved as well for all your dedication. Right. It takes community to make one, right? Mm-hmm. It does. And we have brains. <laughs> that would be you, Matt. Now, I just provide the comedic relief on oh, this program. Uh, but So, Rebecca, may I call you Becca? Yeah. Okay, yes. I'll call you Rebecca, <laughs> though. Uh, so, you grew up in, you're a caper, yeah. been here your whole life, grew yeah. up in East Ham. Uh, you, you live in Orleans. Uh, you're married with a family. I live in Chatham. Yep. Oh, you do? Yep. Okay. I grew up in, or- I grew up in East Ham, um, spent the second half of my high school at Nauset in Orleans, um, my husband and I, when we got together, we rented a 1800s hay barn that was converted into a cottage, but it still had the wide pine boards and still had that like old time smell to it. And the house that it was attached to was a historic house as well. Um, and that was in East Ham. So but, that put the wheels in motion oh, yes. for your interest in preserving the Cape. Yeah. And, and I understand that... Uh, the recruiting effort to get you on board was not dissimilar to mine, is that you were conscripted into this like I was <laughs> no. at a reception back in, this is pre-COVID, Ellen, right? Oh, yeah. We yeah. go way back. Yeah, we do. So, well, Rebecca, welcome. Great to have you on the show. Thank and you. Um, could you tell us a little bit about um, the work that you do yeah, absolutely. for POP, with POP? I know you're you're more than just Ellen's personal valet, right? <laughs> Yep. So I um, most I'm the person behind emails when we're trying to um, we have love letter to Cape Cod that we've been touring around the Cape. So I initiate um, 
different facilities that we have the film. Um, so we've done a lot of libraries. We've done the Orpheum. We did Preservation Hall in Wellfleet, which was really fun. Um, so just trying to get the word out of Love Letter to anyone that we can mm -hmm. to show what's happening on the Cape. Just take a minute to describe what you feel about Love Letter so people know what we're talking about. So I grew up on the Cape. I've lived here for um, coming up on 33 years. And um, during COVID, I really saw a spike in change. I really saw my home drastically not feel like my home anymore. It was almost unrecognizable. Um, and oh my God. Um, because it was dirty? And just, it, it just, just needed cleaning things, all the time? Just things <laughs> being like changed. Like, Teardowns over tear. I live in Chatham, so yeah. it was like everywhere I turned, like you know, two houses in a row. There's work being done. You're like, what? Like this is not this is not normal mm -hmm. for here, you know. And um, for um, well, you you have a real heart feeling for these historic houses. Mm -hmm. You that that is what you were surrounded by in growing up. You've always been surrounded by the antiquities of yep. the Cape, yep. and they're beginning to disappear one by one. So that obviously had an impact on you emotionally. Yeah, um, like to the point where we were about to leave. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but fortunately enough, we were able to buy our house, and that was kind of the Cape being like, you're meant to stay here. There's a reason why you're here. There's work still to be done. And um I showed up to the gala last year because my husband's in Love Letter to Cape Cod talks about how important it is to raising children here and having them involved and learning the history of where you came from. And so showed up to um, the pop gala and was like, I, I need to be involved somehow. And so here I am. <laughs> yes, indeed. But I'm going to go back to the, the film, Love Letter to Cape Cod. If mm. you had to describe oh. it in like two or three sentences, how would you describe that film? It just really made me feel like it just put into like a visual of the emotion that I feel of what has happened. Like you like with every image with the um, the Harwich Exchange building falling. And every time we have that film and you hear everyone go, oh, it's very visceral. Yes. It's a visceral like you feel it like I you know, it just you, it was very well done. Like, yes. Um, well, after, the, after seeing that, we all realized what our next steps had to be. Mm -hmm. Do you want to talk to that? Because you were part of that. Yeah. So we have a couple of our, um, our solutions, which are resources. So we have a group of people, a committee working on the guide to historic preservation regulations options, which um, you can go onto our website, learn more about that. Um, but something that I'm in charge of is putting together the restoration who do you call catalog, which is the who do you call if you own a historic house and you need work done and you want someone that isn't going to make it something that it's not supposed to be. So someone that's going to keep the integrity of your historic house and not try to make it like all the other houses that mm -hmm. we're seeing come up. It's like Pop Ghostbusters, Ellen. I knew you were going <laughs> to say that. Who do you call? We need, a, we need a song to go with that. Maybe you we'll can come up with that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Rebecca, this COVID awareness that occurred during, that, during the pandemic, and uh, we were talking before the show and mentioned that you know, some think good things came out of that. And, and one of those things was your awareness as you started to pause and look around Chatham and to see the, I'll call it destruction and change mm -hmm. that was going on, you know, prompted you to get involved. And, you know, the timing was good. We went to the gala last year and then here you are. <laughs> yep. Yep. So um, I'd, we're still seeing 
we're still seeing it. Like we still show up to historical commission meetings and people are still trying to either partially or fully demo houses just because they want it bigger. Their ceilings aren't high enough or, you know, the house didn't come with any of these things that they want in their house. And my question is, there's so many houses that have that. How come you're not buying one of those? Why do you have to buy a historic house and tear it down when there's other houses that are brand new that have what you want? My idea is that you should just tear down the new house because the historic one has more value. Yeah. And, and the wood is the wood, too. Like that, the house has been standing for hundreds of years. The amount of families and generations that have gone through these houses and the amount of generations that can still go through these houses and live. Um, we're not going to see that with some of these newer houses that are built. They're maybe built for one, and then who knows? Maybe in 30 years, those are going to get torn down for the next generation. Oh, don't. Uh, <laughs> the newer houses. Oh, the newer houses. Yes. Well, let's let's um, t- a little sneak peek into our next film, Life Rings, which will be all about the wood. That the, I mean, it's going to start off by talking about the topography of the wood and of, of the Cape and what it was here originally and why the houses were built practically the way they were built for, again, practical reasons. And the wood that they used had tight rings. And guess what? When you have tight rings, the bugs can't get in. The water can't get in. That is why these houses still stand. Mm-hmm. Whereas this new growth, fast growth wood has very few, has a lot of space between the rings. So therefore the bugs can get in and the moisture can get in. And guess what? They are not designed to last more than maybe even 25 years. That's Mm -hmm. what many builders have told us. So what is the Cape going to look like in 25 years if we keep going down this road? No, and that could be 10 years. (laughs) Well, the window frames are five years. Yeah, if you want a future as a career, mm. be a window replacer, Replacement. builder, or whatever. Yeah. Well, I like just, we say, the greener house may be the one right in front of you. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. And you're going to learn all about that in Life Rings, which is going to be out any day now. Yes. So we're pretty excited about it. A lot more to be said about that. When is the debut date? Well, is the, that TBD? The premiere... Uh-huh. which will be a shorter version, is at the gala on June 24th, which, which we just, just had. had. So we've all seen the premiere, which is, uh, oh, my gosh, the reaction was just beyond. I mean, I had the people's mouths, their jaws just dropped when they heard all that was shared in that film. So everybody stay tuned for that. But it's um, it's going to be, we're not, we can't tell you the release date now for, for the internet and for theaters but stay tuned just stay tuned to our website on our website you can follow us on facebook we're protect our past comma usa and on instagram we're at protect our past um our website's constantly changing constantly updating um so just constantly check in. Are you updating TikTok too? Do we have TikTok? We do not have a TikTok. <laughs> that was my assignment, right? Yes, I, I'm waiting for you to come yeah. up with the TikTok pop I just, dance or something. I don't know if TikTok's going to get the, uh, the, the, the likes the, or the clicks or whatever, the, the, the approvals. Yes, that we're looking for. Yeah. It's all on your shoulders, man. It's up to you. to. We've got a lot of work to do. Well, preservation is not about me. It's about the house. It's about other than yourself Mm -hmm. you know so it's 
it's you don't really see a lot of you don't see a lot of dancing houses right no 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 like this is where we put the the animation to work but at any rate okay so let's get back to uh let's get on station here so we were talking about the movie Mm -hmm. and we spent some time before the show talking a little bit about something that is top of mind for everybody on the cape these days which is affordable housing and you know we were discussing how you know pop long term that's the the mission of of the cause is Mm -hmm. on a confluent path with trying to solve that and we think long term that that we can solve that through preserving what we presently have. Yep. And a lot of these houses, the way that they were built, they were built for multiple generations to live in at once. Um, you didn't see just one family. You saw the grandparents, maybe the parents, and then the children. And, you know, the whole family worked together. They worked mm-hmm. on the house. They typically worked on a farm or the cranberries or did something to help bring food on the table or provide for their family. Um, now we're seeing just one generation live in these houses. And... Um, it's just sad to see them torn down when there's so many more years left. You know, there's so many more generations that can pass through. And with this housing crisis, it's not something that's going to solve it, but it could mm-hmm. be like maybe people, there are families that still live here, multiple generations together, and they are having a hard time finding housing. Something you could do is pull your money together. If a lot of people save money to try to have a down payment, you yourself probably aren't going to come up with enough for one house, but if you have maybe your parents or other family members that you know would live together very well, and these houses were built for different sections to the point where people living in the one family living in this house now, they shut down the front of the house for the winter and they just live in the back to conserve heat and energy and stuff like that. Like that's People could be living in that portion. and Does that apply to mother-in-laws too? Because I don't know if I'm so hot on that idea. But (laughs) But like in, you know, people are like, I don't know, I want somewhere for my grandmother to be or my parent, but like you, they could live at home with you. They're right there. You know that they're being well taken care of. And with, um, I know childcare is really expensive too here. And, you know, grandparents can be at home with the kids while the children, like the adult children, go to work. It's that, you know, that old village mentality, but the village being your family. Mm-hmm. But that also could go beyond that. You know, if you have a couple of families that mesh well and live well together, you know, buy, put all your money together. Buy an old house. There's so many churches for sale. You could totally flip that around. I have a family member. One of my husband's cousins bought a church somewhere in uh, Massachusetts or New Hampshire, and they're making it into their house. Huh. You can make anything into a house. You just have to have a little bit of creativity. We well, like that right now. Yeah, yeah, not only that. I mean, I would love to buy a church and restore it, but I'd like to buy anything how and everything. A, how about a funeral home? Would you do that? Uh, I'd have to think twice about that. Yeah. I don't know how many beds are available there. <laughs> but, but, it's, but you're speaking to something that people say, well, I can't do that because we don't get along. Well, maybe it's time to figure out a way to get along. Now, I don't mean in a perfect world, maybe yes, but it's not always easy to do that, of course. But... To be able, you know, when we lived in smaller houses, we had to get along as a family. And now we're so distant from each other because of the phones, because everybody's in their little worlds. They have their their own room. They have to have their own bathroom. Mm. They have to have their own (laughs) playroom. Whereas once upon a time, there would be families of five and seven children, not one, two, or even maybe three. And they would 
somehow work it out so they'd be in the living room by the fire, reading, playing games, doing cross-stitch or something. And I'm sure they didn't all get along all the time. But they figured out a way to live together because that's just what they did. Maybe we could do more of that. What do you think? I think we got to approach this one problem at a time. Right. That's what I think. Right. And one movie at a time, one one, one film at a time. But, so, Rebecca, I have a question for you. Um, when it comes to your professional and social peers, you know, you're a bit unique because I know a woman – at, at your stage in life, you're raising a family and, and you're working. And um, but you know, what are your peers? Are they kind of in the same place that you are with this attention to you know preserving what we have here on the Cape? I, I, and I know that's a difficult question because for a lot of people, uh, you know, they're trying to put food on the table, and it's real here mm -hmm. on the Cape. And you know, the response would be, "I don't have time for that. I'm too busy working, trying to raise a family, etc. Pay that's bills." That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. They want to get involved, but like, you know, when you don't, even, like, you're working two jobs to put money on the table, it's kind of hard to volunteer, or put any more time. Sure. You know? Um, so I guess for what, well, for me, it was, you know, I got to choose a job that I could have a passion for and make a difference. You have the choice to choose whatever job you want. You know, I know so many people that are like, I don't want to work nine to five. Like there's so many other jobs that you could go work that would give you more time to get involved with. Mm -hmm. um, and when we were filming Life Rings, one of the things that came up was like, how can we get younger generations involved? And it's get involved in your local politics. Everyone wants to make a difference on such a larger scale in the world. But start with your local. Start with local. Um, show up to your historical commission meetings if you find out that there's a house that is being torn down show up you can speak you're you're public you can you know anyone can show up to a meeting and speak up um well raises raises a good point ellen because i think what if we've made an appeal to listeners since we came on the air last year and that is you know you can take baby steps in volunteering and helping the cause mm -hmm. by sending pictures. Yeah. We want to hear from everybody. You can email me at chathamroads at gmail.com. If you see if a, we'll take all your photos of any structures that you have questions about or concerns that the, the structure may be raised in the future. Mm -hmm. We want to hear from people. That's the easiest way to start, you know, a volunteering motion. Yeah. Now, this is a Cape-wide um, organization and we this is speaking to one of our other solution projects which is called well it was called the rescue plan now it's the historic house evaluation plan where we bring in preservation architects and um, historians preservation historians who will come and evaluate a house before you're ready to put it on the market when you put it on the market for an, a, when you buy a new house Whatever level that is, we we bring them in and they evaluate this house from a historical point of view. So we you'll find out how old it is, what the kind of wood it is, what's important and what's special. We've done this multiple times and we find that the owner, whether they be the seller or the buyer, is thinking twice about what's going to happen to that house. And we've saved many houses for that, that way. And it's been very effective, hasn't mm -hmm. it, Rebecca? It has. Yep. Uh, 
it's really great when you show up to a meeting and you know you you've made that difference like whatever you yes. said has impacted someone and you've changed someone's attitude yeah. and that's what we're all about here so let us know if you know of a house you're concerned about a house it's just go to info at protectourpast.org and uh and say i'm worried i i do get calls and i do get emails about this i'm worried about this house i heard that something might happen to this house will you check into it will you and then we start the process of finding out who owns it and what's happening and we educate we educate and educate and that's what makes a difference right and if you don't have email send up a flare smoke signals <laughs> we we will find you yes yes we want to hear from you yeah. really really it takes a community mm -hmm. to really make a difference and by the way and i use this lo phrase loosely but i mean it people are coming out of the woodwork haha <laughs> to <laughs> so, all right i was waiting well, for that i've but... tried to prepare you for yeah. that but they are and, you know and it only took a year and a half to come up with that i was, no, I thought <laughs> it was going to be served up much earlier but yeah but it's working and and we and it's because all of you who are listening are making a difference by getting in touch with us. Mm -hmm. And if you want to uh, help us with some of our projects, let us know. Rebecca, you take you go on with that. Yeah, you can um, email us at info at protectourpast.org. You can email me, Rebecca, at protectourpast.org. Um, you can also message Ellen at uh, Ellen at protectourpast.org. Um, you can also message us on Facebook, Instagram. We, yeah, you know, follow we're everywhere. Us. Follow <laughs> Oh, yeah, we uh, we also make pop reels. Oh yeah, so pop reels on the that. YouTube channel, right? They're on our YouTube channel. They're on our um, website. So you just go under watch, and then pop reels will be under there. So they're just um, short videos about um, the house's history. Well, tell us about. I mean, you've done several lately, but tell us yeah. the one about the rope. Oh, this, the rope work. Um, so yeah, we did um, one in Yarmouthport. It was a part of the house that's. The house is three different houses that were put together. Um, I believe one of them was moved over from somewhere north of Plymouth. I can't remember the town right now. But the rope walk was down the road on the village green. And um, a bunch, they took it apart and moved it. And a gentleman on our fundraising committee and on one of our boards has part of that rope walk attached to his house. Well, tell us what a rope walk. Uh, it's just they made all the is. ropes for all the sails. You know, all the ships and stuff, they made all the ropes for all the, um, I'm not a sailor, so I don't know any of the... I think uh, they call them lines, but... <laughs> the lines. Yeah, yeah, um, okay. And then once the age of sail was over, those buildings were no longer, um, they no longer had a use, so they um, separated them. Like a lot of houses here are floated over from Nantucket. They're moved mm -hmm. over from Duxbury, which is where the other part of that house came from. Um, so... It's just interesting. They did things yeah. so differently. They were so resourceful instead of throwing away the house. Was it a long building? Because I've very I've been tiny. To the, it's, I could literally like it's. I I'm making a right angle with my elbow right now. Like the ceiling's right there. <laughs> wow. And it's so unique and like it's so the structure is so strong still. Like it's wonderful and I'm so thankful and grateful uh, to have the opportunity to see it. Well, it's like when we had your husband here earlier this year. Um, you know, we were talking about getting out and and um, finding and discovering some of these things. Mm. But I think for the unpracticed or listeners that are interested and not 
they don't know what to look for is, you know, we got to equip them with a treasure map a little mm. bit, but you got to, you sort of have to know what to look for. Look but if, if you know what to look for, you can, you open can uncover a lot. Yeah. <laughs> open up every closet, open up every door. Cause you never know what you're going to find. Right. It could be stairs to a basement. It could be leading up a staircase. That's a hallway. You never know. You know, that's one of the, you know, I tell people probably the most fun thing, for being part of POP, of having started POP or Protect Our Past, is learning the history of this peninsula. Mm -hmm. It is amazing. It is interesting. There are many things that I did not know because I never took the time. So it's wonderful that we can bring it to life through yeah. your POP reels. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 So what is the next one you're going to work on? Um, our uh, previous guests, um, the... Hopkins, is that the last yes, name? Yes. Um, I'm going to be doing some pop reels on some of the houses that they've worked on. Um, Which so there I'm, are many. Yes. <laughs> He's so, the master glazer, too. So if anybody's looking for a glazer, we have one for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's oh, we'll have to put that on our resource catalog. That, that's exactly the right walk into. Let's remind everybody if you know of any great tradespeople skilled in. Mm -hmm the restoration needs of a prop of a house or a barn or building, please send us their name and contact information. I'd like to have a little, um, maybe a little sentence or two that, that tells you, tells us why you recommend them because we do need to vet these people, but all these great tradespeople who are on the Cape or even those who are having to drive onto the Cape to work, we want to promote them in this catalog so they can be part of who do you call? Mm-hmm. Pop Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah, I'm for that. Right. Yep. Hey, Ellen, our time's getting small. I know. It goes so fast, especially when you have a great guest like I know. Rebecca. Rebecca, it's great to have you on. You know, I, I see a, a promotion and pay raise in your future. Oh. I really do. <laughs> oh, no. With well, that'd the... be fine if all these people give us some <gasps> donations. We could do that. Well, become a pop friend. Yes, that's right. Tell yep. them about that. Become a member thing. of Pop Nation. Just go on to our website. You become a um, become a friend. Just all the money goes towards making new films, our resource catalog, our all of the different resources and projects that we have going can't happen without donations and funds. So. And they're different levels. You can yep. start at $25. So hopefully any and everyone can become a friend of POP. Yeah. Um, that would be great. So are we ready to wind this up? Ellen, I think it's time for the John Sawhill quote. And I, mm. I believe it's my turn. So, all right. You uh, go for it. In the end, a society will be fun defined not only by what it creates but what we refuse to destroy think about this until next time folks and thank you bye bye always great being with you today <laughs>